This is Biz. I'm a part-time working mom with a toddler son and a daughter who's a full-blown kid. And I'm Teresa, a part-time working mom with two little boys and another on the way. This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on a special Halloween One Bad Mother... Something is hitting you, and it's coming from within the house. Plus, Biz embraces her inner witch, and there are no babies in Teresa's house. (laughs) You guys, the look of delight on Biz's face. Oh, it's like parenting has almost robbed me from enjoying Halloween. I know. It really, it really, it's like Halloween's becoming my fucking banjo, guys, for those oh, of you who no. are new to the show. I just can't, never, we'll never learn this banjo. Uh, Halloween is exciting. How are you, Teresa? Do you have the spooks? You got the spooks? <laughs> are you ready for some spooky Halloween? Uh. And like, in, in, like preparing for this week's show, I realized, I was like, well, we got nothing to talk about. And now that we're in the booth, I'm like, Yeah, we have like a hundred things to talk what about. Are, your, are you ready for spooky Halloween? What are the kids going to be? Uh, are you guys going to forbid them from having candy? Are you going to just let them no, gorge themselves? I don't know. Everybody's got different stuff. Yeah, it's it's the same as always. <laughs> I just like want it over with. Um, uh, Simon's going to be a dragon who loves tacos. Sure. Which will be great. That's great. Um, Oscar wants to also <laughs> be a dragon who loves tacos. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm thinking I might just convince him to be something that we already have a costume mm. of because he likes being Buzz and Woody too, and we have that like yeah. around. We also have like a Darth Vader costume around. We have a little li- next year. Like, Mama stuff. will have time to make you something special. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. Next year I'm gonna have a baby. Ah, so Halloween's Oscar over. is gonna be the middle child from there on out. Oh, He's never gonna have a good Halloween child. costume. <laughs> you all you got is rocks. All you got is rocks, Oscar. Rocks in your stocking. Yeah, wait Teresa, a minute. Teresa, this, um, yeah, yeah, Teresa, this is not Teresa's holiday. No, this is not my holiday. This, <laughs> this is, not is my one holiday. of the ways Teresa and I are two different people in the same <laughs> booth. In the same booth. So rather than talk about yes, Halloween. You should not. I am going to spend my opening yes. segment talking about the fact that I am about to have a three-year-old. Oh my gosh. In my house. Wow. Oscar, we had his little little birthday party over the yeah. weekend, and tomorrow, Tuesday, is his actual birthday. He's going to be three. Um, I had this weird experience at Trader Joe's the other day where this was, Oscar was with me. Simon was at school or something. Oscar was with me and sitting in like the little front of the cart. Yeah. And we were checking out, and Oscar's like talking to everybody in line because that's what he does. And this woman says to me, your baby is so cute. And I had a minute where right. I thought to myself, baby? What baby? What baby? What, what and then baby I realized, you, yeah. oh, she's just talking about Oscar. Right. Ki- like some people do talk about little kids as babies. Yeah. Like they just say, oh, sure. little baby, you know? <laughs> and But I did. I had that moment. I was like, oh, yeah, he's kind of my baby. But then I was like, he's so about to not be my baby. Like we've got the bunk beds now. Mm. He's potty trained. We've got, he's turning three. You've stolen every aspect of his babiness <laughs> right away from him, Teresa. <laughs> Who's the monster? <laughs> Please do that throughout the show. Sure, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's really funny because he's, he's don't have about to not be a baby, and that's making me realize that for like five minutes, you won't also have known a baby. as like four months. <laughs> 
I won't have a baby for the first time in over five years. Yeah. So this is a special moment in time. I'm going to say Wait. I'm going to enjoy it. I was, I'm like, my mind is just like, what are you going to do while you don't have a baby? I know, but it's like I kind I of already a baby. do. I know. <laughs> to have it's a baby. Like, yeah. In your belly. In my body. And in I'm your carrying body. Him around Carrying all around all the fucking time. Which is just a foreshadowing yeah. of, the, of the next three years. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What have I done? What have you done? What have I done? Oh, no. <laughs> don't pull the ribbon off your neck, Teresa. So your head will roll away. Uh, How are you? I'm fine. Uh, okay, lots to talk about. Okay, all right. Uh, What's happening for Halloween? At okay, the Lawrence so household? as many of you know, Stefan and I, even in our wedding vows, mm-hmm. agreed to always like celebrate Halloween like next level. And yeah. when we used to live in Brooklyn and didn't have children and had like a very small brownstone. Uh, front porch kind of area. None of those words are correct to really describe <laughs> what that was. Mm-hmm. But we started doing this these things. Like we would create these sort of like mini yet elaborate uh, Halloween scenarios. You know, like a mummy. Uh, like we would like built this tomb, and I would be like this tomb raider, and I'd be like, "Oh, beware! The mummy is coming to bring you candy." It's the word. we had like an electric <laughs> chair where it was like. He tried to steal all the Halloween candy from the kids. Who wants to see him fry? And, like, millions of five-year-olds are like, we do, right? So we would do all these crazy stuff. And then we had kids. Like, even with just Katie Bell, we still were doing it because mm-hmm. we could have a babysitter come, and she was too young, and she didn't care. It didn't matter. Then we moved to California. We managed to get one more year of, like, zombie attack Halloween candy giving out. And then she got old enough to really be present uh-huh. and, like, want to be out and we had to go take her trick-or-treating yeah. which took a good hour out of any kind of like scene yeah. scenario yeah. and then every year around September we're like we're doing something this year uh-huh. and then like a week into October I realized Stefan is too busy with work and you know I'm too busy with the kids and it's like like this year we were like we're gonna do a witch's pyre we're gonna have like a big pyre and like we're mm. burning a witch at the stake uh, and because it's super political right now it'll be Stefan who we're burning yeah <laughs> and like the kids like she stole the candy and put a curse on Halloween like all yeah. this stuff and then I just looked at him and I was like we are realistically not doing this yeah this is this oh, isn't man. happening I appreciate that we try and come up with this every year yeah but like it's just it's Ellis's first year to go trick or treating yeah and so. Uh, what we've decided instead is, as we know, every year uh, since having children, I have just fallen in to the witch costume category. Oh, right. right. That I used to like wear, like, you know, the mom who shows up year, and they just have the just fucking, the hat. it's just it's the your, hat. It's normal like, you, I'm a witch. Right? It's like the yeah. mom, yeah. <laughs> the mom's version of the easy, what do you have laying around? Yes. I've put all my energy and effort into everyone else. Like, for whatever reason, 90% of the time, your partner's full-on Frankenstein, like mm-hmm. with the makeup and the, <laughs> the whole nine yards. But, like, you've just let it go. Yeah. It's something's happened. And, like, I'm a witch, right? Right. And, like, but this year, every year I just become to, like, embrace it a little bit more. Uh-huh. This year, we're full-on witch party on the porch. Okay. We have, like, a cauldron. I'm going to have, like, the—I'm going to be a— 
motherfucking witch, guys. And we're okay. gonna have like dry ice and like the fog machine going, oh, cool. coming off the porch, and there's like lights. So it won't necessarily be scary, but we're just gonna have a big, fun, festive. Cool. Uh, there's nothing hingent on me being there and not there. So I right. can take the kids out, come back, we sit down, we greet trick or treaters. I get to drink wine on the porch and eat Halloween candy. Yeah. And so that's what we're doing for Halloween. That sounds really fun. It's a balance. It is a balance. We're balancing. Good job. Thank you. That's great. Um, also, uh, speaking of horrors, uh, Ellis is in underpants. And this is like, I think Woo-hoo! this actually does represent classic <laughs> horror stories. Teresa <laughs> comes on here two weeks ago and like bust out that she just put him in underpants. And then we have like the potty woman being like, yeah, yeah, you just put him in underpants. Yeah. And she was like four days. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Everybody's like, oh, it takes a couple of days. <laughs> Now, and oh Ellis God. and Ellis has been, like, I'm pro so potty sorry. since the beginning. I know. He's showing all the signs. Right. right? Like, for, like, almost a year, ever since summer in Alabama, yeah. he, like, wanted to sit on the potty, and he's been, like, identifying and telling us. And it's as if his underpants are cursed, guys. Mm. Like, the we—I am not going to derail this conversation into the awful choices of boys' underpants. Talk Mm. about gender angering for me. Mm. I'm like, what two-year-old is really watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? I mean, like, you know, like, like, it just was like, everything, it was just as bad as when I took Katie Bell and was like, all you got... Is Prince? I just want I some like. Well, nice... It's just all branded. It's just so it's like, branded. It's really branded. That's right. You're it's like really, really. I have to choose a brand for a my brand of underpants. To wear right. Under... Yeah. So we got some cars underpants. Not Great. that we've ever seen cars. And then I ran to Carter's and got some regular underpants. Yeah, Not sure go. why I didn't start there. Yeah. We have a lot of underpants. Okay. Anyway, uh, he loves being in the underpants. Great. And all he wants to do is like use the bathroom in his underpants. Like there's no. He has not once in the three days we've been doing this said. Uh-huh. I need to go to the potty. It's us taking him to the yeah. potty like every hour and then being like him like demanding, I want to be the one to tell you. And uh-huh. we're like, okay, great. And like we kind of watch each other. Yeah. And like 30 minutes later, he's just on the couch and he's like, I'm going. Right. And I'm like, I got yeah. towels everywhere, guys. I got like yeah. everything's got blankets on yeah, it um, covered. Oh, and like, no. and now, only now, here's the other. Hor- so the, the horror parts of this is like, I feel like I got tricked. Like, the house isn't haunted. Teresa's like, buy my house. It's totally fine. It's just drafty. And then I get in there, and it's like a bleeding down the walls. And then everybody, and just like that, I move into the scary potty training house. And that's when every neighbor, a.k.a. every parent I run into uh-huh. over the last three days said, oh, yeah, it took five years or whatever. And they're like, my kid never. Like, it's the I come in here, and even Teresa's like, yeah, Simon, still. And I'm like, where were these stories? I've already put the mortgage down. God. Oh my god! It won't be. It will not be five years. They might have. He might have occasional. <laughs> oh guys, guys! I'm just like, I. I would rather have just left him in oh diapers until he's too old and just like, I don't fucking want to be in diapers, mom. I'm going to college. What's the harm in that? Oh my god! Uh, I'm so right. sorry. Anyway, so it's you're a doing nightmare. a great job though. Thanks. And it's, he is gonna get potty trained. You are actually doing the. the work. Eventually, I just, we're just gonna pee on ourselves for that. And so of course, well, at one point in time, he's riding my back. I'm like uh-huh. on all fours, and I'm like, "Do you need to use the potty?" He's like, "Absolutely not." Pee all over my back. Oh my god! It's an actual nightmare I'm in my so house. So sorry. Speaking of nightmares, okay. Everybody, settle in, because today we're going to talk about the horrors of your child hitting you. 
Please, take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Ms. and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Teresa. Yes. You hear stories around the campfire mm-hmm. before you have children uh-huh. about kids who hit. Mm-hmm. Maybe you've seen one in the dark and stormy night in the middle of Target. You see a child, sweet and innocent, rear their hand back, slap their mother square <laughs> across the face and laugh maniacally while the mother freezes in terror. That will never be me. <laughs> Something must be horribly wrong in that house. And then you wake up and you look in the mirror and you realize it was you all along. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's that is pretty actually, much. That's actually very true. Really all accurate? Yeah, 100%. And that's why it's so scary. That's why it's, it's like it's like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. It's based on true events. Yes. Yeah. So I I will I will start by right. saying I did not think these were going to be my kids. Mm-hmm. Abel never hit, mm-hmm. right? And I totally was that parent who yeah. was like, "Yikes!" Yeah, I would put a stop to that in like two yeah. seconds. Yeah, which let's all admit that when those words come out of our mouth, we don't know exactly how that would happen. We just say, we just think, like idealistically. Yeah. That would never happen in my house, and I would put a stop to it. But if somebody stopped you at that very moment and said, what would you do— you would have no real you wouldn't know answer. what to do. Be- you- well, but then then you go to like even a worse place yeah. where you're like, well, it just wouldn't happen in my house because like I'm we're very loving and we're very like you know what I mean? Like yeah. my kids just would never they're very you know, they they don't need they don't they we use don't their words, our they're very verbal. Right. We just, don't yeah, hit. we don't we're not aggressive towards each, each other. other. Like right. we just this is how we demonstrate. We don't let them watch oh, we don't let them watch any violence no. on television. Yeah. As a matter of fact, yeah. they never they don't so even know what what TV is. So I don't have to even think I about how think I about would it. handle right. that because that's just not going to come up with my children. It's never going to happen. <laughs> so, uh, and let's say, let's say you're like me and you get through the first kid yeah. and it never happens. Right. But because you're, yeah. you now have a kid, you're exposed to it even more out in the world. Yeah. And you're like, wow. Yeah. Why are so, oh, yes. Again, yeah. all the like, I don't even know if it's judging as much as it is no. just like I can't believe that's happening like why would you let yeah. that happen again well, and my because my oldest didn't hit either what? Simon never hit and you know he's a boy so they assume oh, you yeah. assume like boys are gonna hit, <laughs> right. hit more than girls Simon was never a hitter and um and I just I think I I didn't give it too much thought because I was just like wow I'm lucky I don't have to deal with that yeah, like, yeah. I don't have to <laughs> Like that's nice. That, that, like that's, don't have that. that sounds a hard one. That's a hard one. I don't have to deal with that one. Right. You know, like. And yeah. And so you get through. You get comfortable. Yeah. You get comfortable. Mm-hmm. That's when the trouble starts, <laughs> isn't it? Uh, and then you have like a second child, and that kid is the hitter, and that's what I have. Like it. I, I have to tell you. Uh, the hitting has started in our house, and it's right here. I would say it started in the last two months so Ellis is roughly like 
two years and 10 months old. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we've got like three months till he turns three. And, you know, we've all know that Ellis is a bit more in terms of, he's like a lot of a kid. Spirited. Spirited. Yeah. Loud, emotionally high. Um, and uh, so I kind of had this feeling that the hitting was going to, yeah. like all signs pointed towards you are probably yeah, are going to. This gonna, is going to happen at some gonna point. This is going to happen at yeah. some point. Yeah. Uh, and so it really surprised me when it did, and we'll talk a little bit about that in a second, but what really surprised me was I brought it up to you, and you were like, yeah, Oscar's hitting me too. And I got to tell you, the flood of relief oh, yeah. of hearing yeah. that Oscar was hitting, because you know sometimes you have like a, a good friend, and you both have kids the same age, yeah. but they're not doing anything remotely the same, yeah. like potty training. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> And so it's really... You don't always assume they're going through the same thing that right. you're going through. Yeah. And a, in a horrible, selfish parenting way, you're really relieved when yeah. they are. You're always relieved when they're yeah. going through something worse than you. Let's all be sure. honest. Makes you feel like you're suddenly living a paradise. But if you're both going through the same thing, it really was like, okay, okay, okay. I can do this. So uh, – Ellis is hitting, I'm just going to quickly say, Ellis is hitting, I would say, in three major ways. <laughs> okay? God, These are okay. the three ways he's hitting. All right. One, the tantrum. Uh-huh. The big tantrum, the big blowout, and he starts, like, hitting me. And several weeks ago, I got the square open palm, like, right yeah. across the face. Like, really took me back. Um, and so a so lot of- you- Took you aback. Took me it aback. It didn't take you back to some other time. No, true. I didn't have a flashback got, okay. to being hit by Just children. Just want to first, My first. Uh, yes. Uh, there have been lots of like, you know, hitting on the, so, there, so there's the tantrum hitting. Right. Then there's the frustration hitting where it's more, he wants something. He's a little frustrated. He's starting to head lead up to a tantrum, but I don't think we're going full tantrum. And it's, I'm popping you. Like if Katie Bell's ignoring him. And he keeps asking her for something, and she's just not listening. Mm-hmm. He'll hit her, mm-hmm. you know. And like, and then as soon as you say we don't hit, it's like it triggers him to want to hit even yeah. more. Right. And then actually, what I think is the scariest one for me is we were like at like a my gym sort of you know parent and me kind of class. Yeah. And he just looks at me. I'm like, all right, it's time to do this activity. You know, you can go get in line. And he's just kind of like fidgety. And then he just looks at me and like raises his hand. Uh-huh. And I can see him being like, I'm going to try this. Yeah. I'm I'm just going to hit her. Yeah. Right? <laughs> that provoked an entirely different response. The, see, the see what's going to happen. See what's going to happen yet. Hit. Yeah. So yeah. those are, that's sort of where we are mm-hmm. in the house. And like a horror show, a lot of the times by three o'clock, my whole, from three o'clock until bedtime is how to not anger the, the spirits. Yeah. Right? Like how yeah. to not anger the slapping gods. Right. Uh, which really becomes an eggshell dance. Yeah. So I don't know what's Oscar doing. Yeah, so I mean a lot of we're not having a lot of tantrums, but when he gets tired, mm-hmm. um, he he will just start hitting. Like if he misses a nap or doesn't nap enough, yeah. or he's just tired at the end of the day, he'll just be hitting. Any he'll hit me anytime. I'm like, let's you know we need yeah. to go do this or you know switching gears or anything. He'll just swing his body around and hit me like yeah. it's just his first response. Yeah, um, in kind of like a really casual way, but yeah. it's still really hard. Like yeah. he hits really hard, and then he's also hitting Simon a lot. Like yeah. he's hitting Simon 
when they're playing together and like he wants something that Simon has yes. and Simon won't give it to him, he'll just start hitting yeah. Simon. Um, or if like he's anytime he's mad at Simon, yeah. he just hits him. Yeah, just impulsively he goes starts after hitting Katie Bell. Yes, yeah. Ellis goes after Katie Bell a lot more than me, and it's that same thing where yeah. it's like super randomly aggressive. Yeah. Like to be, it's both it's random like, whoa, you just and escalated like way beyond yeah. where we were at. And like, she's like saying no. Yeah. We really talk about like what her yeah. response should be. Yeah. The part of my response is, you know, karate, put I that know. arm up. I know. Block it. Just block I know. it. Isn't that weird? I'm not saying hit him, but like, I mean, at, at karate, she's like, Kia. And she's like right. so assertive and right. sure of herself. And then her little brother, like, just doesn't even make contact, but reaches out to do it. And yeah. she like, what does she do? She like almost freezes, uh-huh. kind of curls up and does this like super like loud, high pitch, like, like, and I'm like, and which, yeah, my response so is, yeah. I, I I freeze Ellis. Like, I get him to stop, yeah. and I make him stop. And then I'm like, Katie Bell, your job in this situation is to get away. You're t- and when we're not in the middle of the scene, like the scenario, yeah. she and I will also talk about Ellis hitting, and I'll uh-huh. say, it's almost like a dog. And, like, we've trained you not uh-huh. to, like, run from dogs, yeah. right? Because they think it's a game. Yeah. Some of the times where he's hitting us, he's trying to see if it can become a game. Yeah. And when you yell too high or you run, like, or stay and, like, fiddle, you're he thinks it's sort of a game. She's yeah, like, yeah. why would he think that? I'm like, yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. But you need to say in a firm voice... Don't hit me. Yeah. That hurts. And then remove yourself yeah. calmly from the situation. Yeah. And I will be there. Yeah. Uh, as soon you know, as soon as I hear, I can I can always sense that it's become like a I know. You know, sixth sense of oh, it's five thirty. They've been in the bedroom playing for a while. I should somebody's get in there because gonna somebody's get about to yeah. get hit. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, we do like the same thing, and it's not, it's it's interesting because like I've been coaching Simon in a similar way. He yeah. doesn't he doesn't like uh what he does is he just kind of ignores Oscar but he'll go like Oscar hit me to yeah. me and so I say like tell him to stop yes. and he'll go he'll go <laughs> Oscar can you please stop hitting me like that and I, a couple times I was like Simon if he's hitting you you don't have to like be super polite right. and like ask him yeah. you can just say stop, stop. don't yeah. touch me like that I don't like it right. and he's like oh okay and so he's been like <laughs> trying to do that more but it's like I think it like doesn't really hurt that much but still it's like I think well, it's scary it's scary and it's just aggressive it's yeah. creating a bad vibe and can I tangentially add sure. something else that happened that like I think is actually related okay basically Simon never a hitter never mm-hmm. never a hitter um he's going through this dealing with this with Oscar he hasn't like uh, like gone out of his way to like complain to me about it except for in those moments yeah. where like hey he's hitting me um but in general he's handled it so incredibly well mm. that I'm just like wow dude way to go like yeah. you're doing great with this like you're you're going to help this come to an end soon yeah. I think because like Oscar's not getting anything out of the hitting you know like he's going to figure out that this isn't working but 
um, not this past weekend, but the weekend before, we were at the park. And um, it was just like a really intense day at the playground. Like there was like a lot of soccer games going on right nearby. And so for whatever reason, the playground was just swarmed with a thousand boys. Like, I don't know why. Like, I don't know why. But it was I didn't see like any girl children. there. I don't know if it was like an all boys soccer league or like what. But there was an energy about it. And like, you know, I try to be cautious about like gender stuff on this show. But you get a hundred little boys together. There is an there is a specific energy to that. Um, and the kids are playing and they're running around playing and I'm kind of like I'm just keeping an eye and Simon and Oscar are being like weirdly possessive about this one area of the playground they're like this is our area and blah 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 Lord of the Flies yeah and these other kids are coming they're bigger kids and Simon and Oscar are going like no we were here first and so so I come over a couple times saying like everyone can play here there's lots of kids at the park I go back over to the bench a few minutes later I look over Simon is punching a child who's bigger than him punching him the kid is like bent over yeah simon is like slamming his fist he has like an angry look on his face he is punching a kid Mm. like just full and i just i I mean oh my god i don't even know how to describe i was so shocked i didn't even it was like what what do i even do and i ran Mm. over i pulled him out like fully pulled him out i said i'm so sorry to the kid and the kid actually was handling it really well and was like by the time I got over there he was going like stop it yeah. you know like just it didn't look like he was really getting hurt but it's, it's but not it okay it's beyond not okay, not okay. Right. it was it was I could not even believe it it's, it's like, like a different mind. hitting it was crazy because like again yeah, yeah. It's, Closed it's like fist. it's a double Closed scare fist. you yeah. think you've killed the monster and they yes. come back and it turns out that wasn't the monster no. the real monster yes. was the good kid yes. right yeah the so, evil seed well, so, so that's the thing so and we ta- yeah. told him out he was had to sit with me for a while he was sort of bewildered yeah and I, like i really i re- i didn't really talk to him about this specifically but i i think i'm guessing this was like some pent-up stuff maybe from like him just getting hit Mm. over and over again every day by his little brother at home yeah which like obviously you know i had the same thing with my little sister i never hit her back right and um i think it probably does kind of get to you at a certain point katie bell's the same as simon she's never hit ellis back ever yeah ever and she really handles it overall for that. And I do the same thing. I think it's important to say you yeah. really are handling this well, and yeah. you are going to be helping us help Move Ellis through this. this. Yeah. yeah, we do that yeah. too. I, I mean, here's the thing: is every time Ellis does it, yeah, and which is one of the things I was surprised about pre kids or pre hitter to having a hitter is every time he does it, I completely understand why he's doing uh-huh. it. I understand oh, it's the frustration. Yeah. I understand it's Katie Bell's not listening. Like in those situations, I go in and I say, look, we're setting him up as he works through this. We, He's right here next to you and I'm watching you not turn around as he's asking you for something. Yeah. And because he's still... He's using all of his communication tools, and uh-huh. you're still not responding. His last communication tool is to hit you. Yeah. And we can prevent that uh-huh. by you responding. Mm-hmm. And, of course, that doesn't eliminate yeah. his responsibility to not hit. It's like you're trying yeah. to navigate two things Both. at once, yeah. right? Um, or the frustration, or the tired, or the anger. The only one I don't really get is the, like, I'm going to see what happens. And I, 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 some of that's just experimenting, and that's the ones where, like, you have to 
that's the one where I'm not sure I responded correctly when we did that. Because like with when it's the tantrum hit or the frustration hit, I go into my instinct kicks in and it's try and calm down. Yeah. Especially when and this is when he's doing it to me. Yeah. It's get myself calm, keep him from hitting me. And, you know, tell him that, you know, he's upset, you know, we don't hit, it's okay, you know, help him calm down. Um, and I had a preschool teacher tell me recently that, you know, when they're doing that, you just sort of repeat, you are angry. Uh-huh. You are, re-, you know, it's that old yeah. repeat the emotion that they're yeah. going through. When he's with Katie Bell, I respond a little stronger. I yeah. When I remove him, I pull him out, and then I calmly sit with him, yeah. right? Like, But sometimes I feel that like my pulling him yeah. out is a little faster than it should be, right? But you're feeling defensive of Katie, Katie Bell. Bell. Yeah. So, I mean, um, it's hard to parse It's a hard balance. Feelings. I really yeah. have to work on just calmly getting him It's really hard. hard. Yeah. But the one where he's like, where we're at the gym, and he's like, yeah, I'm going to see what happens. Yeah. The first time I said, oh, stop. No, we don't hit mm-hmm. mama. Yeah. You know, we don't hit others. Yeah. We don't hit. Hitting is not what we do. We don't, you know, whatever yeah. I say at the moment. And then he rears back to it again. And I said, yeah. if you, we do not hit, if you continue to hit, we're leaving. Mm. Um, because it felt to me that the experiment, I mean, they always say don't punish if they're hitting in the middle of the tantrum. Like you're not uh-huh. supposed to like punish them right, right, right. you're supposed no, to help them calm down right, yeah but in the experimental hitting i know my gut is there needs to be some sort because that doesn't feel like he's expressing something frustrating it, it feels intentional it feels, like, it feels intentional. like he's thought it through yeah. and therefore if he's thinking it through you should be able to persuade him to do something different yeah. right i, I mean because i would take katie bell out of the pool when we used to do swim lessons and she wasn't really paying attention and she was just like kicking me and like yeah, jumping yeah, on yeah. me in the pool yeah that was definitely a we're gonna leave the pool yeah right like we're not gonna have yeah. a class where you're doing this, this. isn't effective so it yeah. felt like the intentional slapping yeah. fell into that category of there will be a consequence yeah. for this. Yeah. But I don't know if that's the correct thing to do. I don't know well, if that's how I, I get, you know, that behavior I, to stop. I mean, I guess you'll find out. I, won't I? <laughs> won't I? Um, one <laughs> thing that that makes me think about, because, um, like, Oscar hasn't been doing that so much, but Simon does other things for the same reason. Like, when you're talking about the, like, I'm just going to do this crazy thing and see what happens. And, like, Simon will do different stuff. He, he, as right. I said, he's not a hitter, but he will. He is big on that kind of, like, I'm just going to do. Like, it's very yeah. impulsive. It's impulsive, but it's also, like, it's it's impulsive, but it is intentional. It's, like, yeah. I really just want to see what happens. I really want. And, like, I remember talking to my mom. My mom is a marriage family therapist, and she's worked with, like, tons of kids, like, yeah. play therapy and stuff like that. And I was talking to my mom about this this thing that Simon does, that, that same thing. And she's she was saying, like, some kids have that, like, it's almost like um, a dopamine, like, addiction mm. to getting that reaction. Right. Like, it's like a, mm. it's like a little bit, they get, like, a little bit right. of a kick out of seeing mama seeing get mad. what happens. Yeah. Or even not knowing what's going to happen and then finding out what happens, even Weird. if it's, even if it's a negative response. Right. It's like a little, they just, like kind of like that excitement or like yeah. provoking a little bit of something which is I, it, I, I was just as soon as my mom said this I was like a that makes so much sense like yes that's definitely sure. happening sure and b 
I hate this so much. I hate and this I'm so, much. so tired. I just want to go to bed. I like, know, right? I, I just, why? Why? Like, yeah, like, why would you, like, like why would uh, that be a thing that we want yes, as people? I know. Why would we even have people? Why have we Stop evolved making to people? be this way? I know, I know. <laughs> exactly. So anyways, but the, that one, the, what helps with that one is like, I mean, I think you're like, you're I mean, like neutrally, neutrally yeah, expressed. Neutral. This is what the consequence will right. be. That seems per- like a perfect reaction to that because you're not giving them that like, because I have a terrible time with that when Simon does stuff yeah. that, that like ri- easily riles me up and I freak out yeah. and that's terrible. It like totally feeds oh, yeah. it, you know? And so like, I think like the calmly like. Yep. Did you get something out of that? That was that didn't work for me because now you're right. causing all this extra work for me and you're going to have to think of a way to fix this problem. Yeah. Like a little bit of that or like the here's what the consequence is. Right. Like you said, I feel like that's it's, something. It's weird that <laughs> like with that the hitting out of all the stuff that I deal with that sends me over the edge. It's like my brain and I agreed after the first hittings mm-hmm. the first couple of hittings that my brain and I were just going to work in tandem to calm the fuck down when it happened that's amazing right like it just that's so I mean, it doesn't always hit it because again it's the when I remove him that's the part where I'm like I'm removing too much for you know mm-hmm. what I mean like yeah. I'm pulling him out I'm pulling him in a way yeah. I see I've seen other parents pull a little their bit kids of a yank a little bit of a stronger <laughs> tug I usually do like the full both arms yeah. like the whole body yeah but he's like a rocket when I'm, right. I'm like wow yeah <laughs> and then we get down and we're calm, right? But yeah. like, because with that agreement, I feel like we, we don't have a guest today, so we can talk a little bit more, but I'd like to talk a little bit in a selfish way mm-hmm. just about how it makes us feel when this is happening. Sure. I mean, like, because, look, I, if this is something you're in the middle of with your kids, you're going to make some mistakes. You're going to try some new approaches. You're going to read up. You're going to try to figure out what works best. You know, we've talked about that. We're all doing a good job. But I think there's something, I I think we still need to address how it makes us personally feel, even though we know we're going to do our best in the situation. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that there's not like, we touched a little bit on this last week when it was like, how do you change gears emotionally when you're doing hard stuff as a parent? And the hitting one for me is a really hard one because your kid hits you out of the blue. That's a big gear shift. You've got to rally all this patience and all this calmness and all your training (laughs) to date as a parent. And you focus it in there. Your kid gets happy, stops doing it, runs on. And you're sort of left with like the trauma of this experience, yeah. and like it is. And like I, I brought this up, you know, off the air. But there's also something about like how, like how exhausting that is. And then it's also like when Stefan comes home, I'll tell him that the hitting is happening, but he like witnesses it so much less than I do. Like I'm, I'm thinking maybe he's only seen it like once or twice. You know, again, it's the old. The house is haunted. I swear to God. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he believes me. Yeah. And he would believe me about that haunted house. Uh, but he, I mean, he believes me and he hears me, but he just doesn't witness it as right. much. Yeah. And, and like, we both agree that like what I'm doing is work and hard. And mm-hmm. I totally empathize with what he's doing. Like, 
as his his job is hard. It requires a lot of hours. He comes in. He's very helpful. But, like, no one's hitting him in his job all day, right? Like, there's yeah. no, like, anticipation. Like, mm, fight he, or flight. There's no fight like, or flight yeah. throughout his day yeah. to add into that. Yeah. And I think that that's, like, I think that's, like, an important thing to talk about because there's like a lot of, like, off balance with you and your partner sometimes when this is happening in your house. Just, like, how do we get on the same page about this? Combined with what you're going through. And I tell you, that first time Ella slapped me across the face, it scared the shit out of me. Mm. I was so scared and I was so hurt. Mm. And and for me, there is baggage uh, just with uh, uh, previous years of aggression with other partners and, you know, my just general over it has brought up a lot for me in terms of looking at my daughter and my son every day sitting on the couch and just like what are our gender roles what are our roles what is okay what am i am i telling them both the same thing is okay or not okay where's my stance on hitting what is violence in our culture what like it really yeah it has churned up a lot that i wasn't prepared for it to churn up on top of oh my my beautiful perfect aunt just hit me in the (laughs) face you know what I mean like what the fuck yeah um so that's I mean like that's yeah I think that's just worth talking about it's it's weird because like I think it is really emotional when your kids hit and when you get like when I get hit by my kid it it hurts there's something about Oscar that is um I don't know there's like this like gentleness about him that like really takes the edge off of like everything right bad that he does and when I say bad I'm putting that in quotes because yeah. he's a two and a half two year old like they're not bad but like anytime he hits or you know flips out or you know is angry or mad or doesn't want to do what is expected of him or whatever like there's just like a little bit of a gentleness about him as a person that like I don't know I don't know how to describe it but it really like helps me just get through it Mm. and like not worry about it too much yeah but what's interesting is that there is an added issue with that because like I I'm really aware that I can't let this slide. Right. And I think part of what we're dealing with with raising boys is there is this idea that boys, oh, my, me and my brothers just used to beat each other yeah. up all the time. How many people have you heard say that? Right. Like, my brothers and I just used to beat each other up all the time. That is just like, and like, as though that's totally fine. Normal. And like, there is a way in which I actually encourage Simon and Oscar to physically wrestle. Yeah. Like I when they do that, I think it's really good for them. Like the same way you socialize puppies. Right. Like <laughs> they learn by accidentally biting too hard right. and the other one goes, Yep. And then yeah. that's how they learn, oh, I bit too hard. And then they don't do it that way the next time. That's interesting. And like, so like with my kids, I love it when they wrestle. I love it when they sit on each other yeah. and roll around and tickle each other. And like my sister and I used to have tickle fights. Right. And like, I I think that's so good for them. And um, but I, I'm like really aware that I just don't want to raise my kids to think that fighting is okay. Right. To actually think that hurting another kid 
is ever okay or like not that big of a deal right. or just something that little boys do. Like Which is that, why it's shocking to look up and see Simon responding the way yeah. he was. I mean, I have to imagine like there's there's something about it when it happens. It's awful when it happens in the privacy of your own home. Right. But there's something way yeah. more awful yeah. when it's happening in it public. Happened in the world. When you yeah. either see your child hitting somebody else yeah. because you're like, that's not our house. That's not yeah. what we do. You yeah. know? Like, that's not what we do. Yeah. And that's not my child. And I don't know why yeah. he's doing this. Just the same as, you know, you get your kid out of the car and the kid just slaps you because they're like, what? you know, like yeah. being hit by your kid in the middle of Target or yeah. wherever is uh, who saw me. This is so people yeah. are going to make these well, judgments. Well, I had to go to the dad. Like yeah. I went and found Good. the dad and was like, the, you know, this, I don't know if you saw. And he was like, no, I didn't. And the kid hadn't gone and told yeah. his dad. He just kept playing. Yeah. And so I was like, yeah, like I pulled him off. I mean, I pulled him off. Yeah. And I said, he seems okay. But and the, job. Da- the dad was so nice. And yeah. he was just like, I'm going to go. I'm just going to go talk to him. Yeah. But like, I felt the need to say like this is not how he like it was so weird and like I'm so sorry but you know and we did like I had Simon apologize to the kid yeah. the kid was really sweet but it's like it's so weird I mean okay let me let me put it this way that happening in a public space was actually easier hmm. than what when Oscar is hitting us at home yeah or say he's just like if I obviously I feel protective of Simon but right. if he's hitting me there is a there is a feeling in my heart that is like oh he's just my baby and he's just lashing out right but like I know in my brain that that is not okay right and that if he thinks if for any moment that it's okay, ever okay to hit his mom. Right. What effect is that going to have on him as a human? Well, like right. as he grows up, you know, like, and so even though like he's my sweet little baby and like, even when he hits me, I'm a little bit like, okay, but it's, it's Oscar. He's right. fine. I have to like mom up a little bit yeah. and be like, no, I actually need to deal with this. Like, this is actually something I, I can't Ugh. just look the other way from. Right. I need to actually work on this. Right. No, I, 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 that's a really good point because I think there is this very natural instinct that sets up that, you know, it's just my child. You know, it's that old, like, I'm so surprised he's a serial killer. Right. Not exactly. at all. Not at all. He was, he, no, I know. But, no, I know. <laughs> but like, oh, my, he was such a sweet little boy. Such a I don't boy. know. I just stopped paying attention yeah. because I only wanted to see him do the good stuff <laughs> right. and I just ignored the other stuff. Right. Um, but there is a tendency <laughs> to do that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I think, and it's, it, it is extra momming up when you have to say, I totally understand he's doing this because he's frustrated and I am his safe place to do yeah. it. But but using that other voice that says, yeah. but I also have to show him that this is not how we deal with this. Yeah. And that's really hard. Yeah. Like you're right. Being in public, you know what all the responses yeah. are. You have go to apologize, do this. go yeah. acknowledge, let's yeah. go do all these things. Right. But in your house, it's really easy to be like, just eh. stop. Yeah. Will TV help you stop hitting? (laughs) Like, put some. Who wants a snack? Right? Like, it's just less about distract. We do stuff with Ellis where it's like stomp your feet Uh or hit the pillow. You can hit that pillow. As I mean, I told Katie Bell as a new response, maybe it's just grab the pillow and hold it out in front of you and put Uh it down. Like, just (laughs) slowly move him away from you as we try and cope with the situation. Yeah. But yeah, no, it is. It's really. Unsaidly, and then like it's like it's like some hauntings. They say it it disappears just as soon as sure. it comes in. I mean, yeah. I there's no question 
that this is something that happens for a lot of kids in this age frame, like this two to four, there is, I mean, there's studies after studies after book after book on like yeah. just this aggressive toddler behavior. Though I don't really like the word aggressive because I feel like it, it hinges a little bit on the bad. But right. I really think it's just their mechanical way of showing yeah. their frustration. Yeah. And you've got to teach them just like we don't run with the pencil pointing straight up. Yeah. You know, you don't hit. Right. Oh, I just want to add one other thing. One other element to this is because Ellis isn't really hitting out in public that much, Mm -hmm. it does fall into that category of, like, let's say I've just gotten through with, like, two days in a row of just, like, a lot of hitting, Uh like, either Katie Bell or me or whatever. And then we go out and people will say... He is such a sweet child. And you want to be like, he's not. He's the devil's spawn. He's the devil's spawn. He's not. He hits and he runs around screaming and destroying the house. And once again, it's very much like uh, many things about Ellis that I've compared him to on this show. It's like having a house that is haunted, saying, my house is haunted. Everybody's saying, no, it's not. It's lovely. Thank you inviting us for tea. And then they leave. And then the walls began to bleed. (laughs) One Bad Mother is supported in part by Bomba's Socks. These socks are tough, but also soft and comfortable. So... If, for example, you have a little one who is tough on their socks, this is the sock for you. If they outgrow or wear through their Bombas kid socks within a year of purchase, they will send you a new pair the next size up free of charge. It's like they don't know kids. <laughs> for every pair of Bombas socks purchased, Bombas will donate a pair to a shelter in the United States. So just go to Bombas.com, that's B-O-M-B-A-S.com, and you'll get 20% off four or more pairs. And if for any reason your kids don't absolutely love Bombas, you'll get your money back. It's that simple. Hey, you know what it's time for? This week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Genius fail time, Teresa. Genius me. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. So we had a makeup swim lesson, and the only time I could take them was, like, a Monday night. Like, it's hard to get, like, the right teacher, and Oscar's, like, iffy about teachers, and, like, I just couldn't figure, and it's hard for me to get them over there. So, like, the best time we could do it ended up being a Monday night, and I was, like, super tired from my day and just did not want to deal and was, like, why, why did I do this? How is this a genius? Are we sure? Well, (laughs) it's a silver lining genius. Okay. So... We went and it was fine. They had their lesson. And what I did was I brought their jammies and I had them shower at the place and put their jammies on 
so that when we came home, we didn't have to start all over with the bath and blah, blah, blah. Wow. They were just ready. They had a little dinner and they went to bed. Wow. And it just, it it was like the thing that actually made my life easier, nice. that made it all okay. And then there was like an added little bonus genius thing in there, which is that Oscar has never liked the shower. Mm-hmm. Like showers have always been like something mm. he didn't like. Um, Simon loves the shower. And but at the swim place, we discovered they have these little showers oh. for little kids, and they're, like, low. And Oscar loved that. Wow. And then that, like, suddenly has gotten him over the hump of showers, and now he likes the shower. So that's really that's nice. That's nice. Yeah. All right. So, we- <laughs> this is, like, it's a weird little genius. Back when I only had one child, I used to get her, like, adorable things every once in a while. Like, oh, a fun plate. You know? Yeah, and yeah. teach her dinner off of. You know, yeah, like, yeah. Was, and I realized... <laughs> Never I never do it. that yeah. for Ellis, ever. <laughs> and then I was like, all right. I was in the middle of one of those. Uh, I, I need to buy something to fix all my problems uh-huh. uh, scenarios, Yeah, which never works. But I went online and I got one of those adorable dinner plates that looks like a like candy land. It looks like a game, right? Mm-hmm. You put a little piece in each square and like oh, you know, as they eat it, it's like you're winning or like whatever. Like, oh, so cute. close. And you, you, they play the game around to their little winning uh-huh. the end and they, there's like a treat under there. Uh-huh. Uh, and so I got two. One is literally a game style game and the other one is like an enchanted forest, you know, like deer and all that. So he was using the enchanted forest one. It's been going great. I mean, it's super fun. It's that adorable. Really eh, I mean, I wouldn't say it makes him a better eater uh-huh. but it's something different uh-huh. and that's always great so we're playing the enchanted uh, forest one and he's going through and he's kind of stopped halfway through and he's just kind of mucking around I'm like what's underneath you know yeah. your grilled cheese or whatever and he lifts it up and there's a fairy and I'm like oh you have unleashed the fairy <laughs> of the plate oh good sir ant because it's still an ant guys yeah. good sir ant oh what a wonderful job you freed the fairy what's next in your quest good ant right yeah. so uh, he thought this was awesome yeah. he ate the rest of the dinner and it was a lot of fun yay oh that's awesome good yes. job mm-hmm. Hi, Biz and Teresa. I am calling in with a genius. Yes, a genius, not a fail for once. Um, I decided to take a personal day. I took today off of work. My husband bought my daughter to daycare. I slept in till 10.30. 10.30. And I just got out of a one-hour massage. So I'm pretty feeling pretty damn good right now. I highly recommend it if you can do it. Um, so that's my genius. Um, have a great day. Bye. That's genius. Yeah. It's like it's like she's the bravest woman I've ever met. Yeah. That's she just so did great. it. Yeah. She just did it. She took it. She gave it to herself and she enjoyed it. Yeah. And I I, I am so impressed. Yeah. It's it is awesome. really good. Yeah, it's so good. I, we should all do that. We should all do it. Really? We should do it before we come to an untimely end. <laughs> Speaking of untimely endings, failures. Fail, 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 fail. You suck. Fail me, Teresa. Oh, this is just stupid. But this morning <laughs> I was like getting Simon ready for school and we were doing great and we were on time and everybody was like in a good mood. And then I couldn't find his water bottle. And oh, so Teresa. I had to get the backup water bottle that used to be his water bottle, which I was like, oh, good. We still have this other water bottle. And I said, Simon, I can't find your water bottle. So you're going to use this one today. And he's like, oh. <gasps> 
and it was like the worst thing that had yeah. ever happened. You're a monster. Yeah, and I got so mad because mm-hmm. I was like, oh yeah, you know, rushing and whatever. <laughs> and I and I kind of like yelled at him, and I was like, what what is wrong? Like yeah. what? And he's like he's like it leaks, and I was like, well, just close it really hard before you put it back in your backpack. And he's like, I can't. And I said, well, ask someone to help you. And he said. There's, they don't help with water bottles, oh, no. which like is actually probably true. true. Um, and I said, well, so what did you do for the first two months of school without, you yeah. know, this water yeah, bottle? Yeah, smart guy. And he just went, <laughs> it leaked. Oh. And he was so sad. Oh, and I, and then like he was late and Jesse just had to take him and yeah. he left like crying. Oh. And I just felt really bad because it was like a bad goodbye you know what I mean like and we were doing so good and I felt like robbed of that good that we were doing and then it was just like sad and he was gone you're a monster I know yeah Yeah. happy fucking Halloween Teresa (laughs) Uh, (laughs) the good fairy is a total fucking fail guys Oh. Ellis will not let me stop talking like the fairy oh. uh, without it being the worst thing ever. So he's really upset. So if for you like two to three just... days, oh, mama fairy, oh. where is mama fairy? It's time to get in the bathtub. Let's do it. <laughs> no. It's time to use the potty. This like no, I'm not using the potty. Maybe there's a magical <laughs> fountain that will come out. Of you into the party. And like Stefan oh just keeps God. walking by, like, la- and we've both been like really sick all weekend. And so he's like walking by, kind of laughing. I'm like, ha ha ha, this is exhausting. Yeah. I am like, this is why I'm so unpleasant at every night because I'm like exuding all this. Who's the good fairy? Eat your dinner. Please don't have a Please tantrum. Don't have a tantrum. Don't, don't hit me. Please don't hit the good fairy, the mama fairy. Like, why I've chosen some weird voice like this. This is going to be forever, guys. This is my, like, I just trying to have a little fun. You try and have a little fun, and then everyone's massacred on their camping trip. Hi, One Bad Mother. This is either a rant or a fail. I'm not completely sure. Long story kind of short, I am uh, going through some infertility treatments right now. I have a almost two-year-old son. My husband is working away from our home for the whole summer, and I am driving back and forth with my son for appointments and to see my husband and all these things, and super, super stressed out. This The part where the fail comes in or the rant is I was with my family and I was with and out of nowhere, I just, I had a squirt gun in my hand and I squirted her, she's two years old, in the face, like for a moment because I am so stressed out with everything that's happening in my life. Like I literally stopped thinking for a moment, thought it was a wonderful idea to do this. And she was luckily fine, and my sister was fine, my brother-in-law was fine. Um, I will never do that again. And anyway, thanks, everyone. You're doing a great job. I there it it is it sounds like not a big deal but there are those moments like where she's yeah. like, she's she's going through all this like infertility treatment stuff she's really stressed out a lot on her plate and she's out with her you know family and their and her two year old niece 
I can see the whole like this should probably be really funny to shoot her in the face with a water gun. Yeah. But like, yeah, that seems like it's like anytime you do something that you think is funny to a child. Uh-huh. And that you think everybody's going to find funny, yeah, including the child, yeah, and it just doesn't work. Yeah, my two-year-old really wants to go down the slide. Yeah. I promise, his screams of being afraid of heights can't possibly be real. And then you do it, and it's awful. And that's what happened. And I'm sorry. <laughs> I am sorry. I've been there. I'm sure we've all been there. And if you haven't been there yet, the car's coming to get you and take you there <laughs> any minute now. You are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you, I love you. When I have a problem, I call you on the phone. I love you, I love you. One Bed Mother is supported in part by Third Love with their Try Before Buying program. Did you know that 45% of women actually fall between bra sizes? Third Love offers sizes AA through G, including signature half cup sizes you won't find anywhere else. Third Love stands behind their bras so much that they are willing to let our listeners try this bra for free for 30 days. But as somebody who recently received one of their bras, you won't. Yeah, send I don't it back. Think so. They're so nice. <laughs> they were really nice. They're so nice. You can wear it, you can wash it, you can really live in it. You just pay $2.99 up front for shipping. If it's not your new favorite bra, returns and exchanges are always free. So just visit thirdlove.com slash badmother to start your free trial today. Listen up, Midwestern Max Funsters. Do not miss out on the inaugural Chicago Podcast Festival, November 17th through 19th. Catch the hilarious ladies of Lady to Lady and the witty and incisive Ineke and James from Minority Corner. Plus, Bullseye with Jesse Thorne will feature interviews with some pretty heavy hitters like Andre Royo and Dwayne Kennedy. Don't snooze, don't lose. Tickets are available right now. Visit MaximumFun.org and buy them. Are you easily confused by terms like cultural appropriation, cisgender, and woke? Or maybe you find yourself constantly explaining terms like these and you need a place to vent. Do you have a love for all things pop culture, social commentary, and politics? Sounds, Sounds like, like you, you need, need Minority Corner. Corner. Where you can learn, laugh, and play. Sounds like Blue's Clues. Only it's more black, gay, and ladylike. James and Aneke will happily administer your weekly dose each and every Friday. You can listen on Maximum Fun or wherever you get your podcasts. Minority Corner. With a K. Because the, the C, C was taken. Teresa. Yes. We have no guest today. So let's just skip right ahead to our favorite horror story. That of a mom having a breakdown. Hi, I'm calling with a rant. I It is, what, 3.48 in the afternoon, and I picked up my kids from school, and I got them a snack, and I brought them home. And, you know, it's Friday, so, you know, they don't have any homework. So my five-year-old is insisting that he gets to play on the iPad, and my house is a disaster because my 19-month-old is in that stage of just, like, getting into stuff and thinks it's hilarious to go, "Uh uh-oh, because, you know, we think it's cute and we laugh every time, but, you know, he says, "Uh uh-oh, and he, like, destroys something or throws something on the ground or 
don't know, just does something uh-oh worthy. And I, um, and so then, you know, there's toys, like just little crap everywhere. And so, you know, I tell the five-year-old, okay, well, if you want to play on the iPad, like, here's, here's a simple thing you can do. You can take this laundry basket and just all these little toys that are all of us want to put them in the laundry basket. And then you can play on the iPad. Oh, my God. How dare I? How? Why? I would have the nerve to ask him to do anything before he gets a privilege. Because, you know, Prince Five-Year-Old gets to do whatever the fuck he wants whenever he wants. Because he's five. And so the whole time, you know, he picks up five things and then he goes, oh, I'm done. Can I play on the iPad now? And I'm like, no. Like, there's still stuff on the floor. You need to pick up all the toys and them. And then he just throws them. Oh, my God. And I just, oh, my God. And then the baby is whining and crying at me and screaming because he has, like, learned that pitch that just, like, just grinds like a screwdriver into your skull. And then the nine-year-old or eight-year-old is, oh, God, he's eight years old. I don't even know his age anymore. He's, the eight-year-old is, like, whining because, you know, he doesn't earn an allowance. But you know why he doesn't earn an allowance? He doesn't earn an allowance because every time we even suggest that he does his chores, he throws a fit like, we are trying to ask him to, like, you know, pull his eyeballs out with a spoon or something instead of just, oh, my God, how dare you just, how dare we ask you to wipe the pea splatter that you get on the floor of my bathroom every day and making my bathroom smell like a subway station? How dare we ask you to clean up after yourself? Like, how, God, why? Oh, this, why is this so hard? I just, like, ran outside and yelled, don't follow me. And they're adorable, and they're great, and I love them, and they're usually great kids. And I, I just, but right now I just, I, I don't, I don't want to do it. I'm tired. I'm so tired, and I really wish that they would just see that these things are their responsibility too, and it's not just on me and their dad. Like they are not princes; they are boys, and I don't want to hand them off to their partners or spouses someday and be like, here you go, having awful people, having raised awful people, I'm trying to raise good people. And they just, and it's hard to it just feels like they're not good people. <laughs> Thanks for being there, you guys. My husband will be home from work soon. Okay. Bye. Oh, oh no. no! They yeah. are gonna be they're good gonna people. Be good people. I totally get no, that. I do, I do. Yeah, I, I do. mean, we're almost about to hit that Christmas time where I'm like, I'm going to make oh, a beautiful, yeah. like, advent calendar. And then, like, every day they're like, what am I getting next? And then yeah. I'm like, I've raised monsters and we're going to go yeah. donate all your toys to charity, you you monsters. Yeah. Like, it, there is... <laughs> <laughs> there is you are you're amazing yeah you're, you're doing such a good job you're so remarkable and it's almost like you knew this was our halloween episode yeah like, digging eyeballs out with spoons and screwdrivers stuff. into skulls yeah you it's yeah. like it's like you do live in a house of madness yes. you're like the house on the hill yeah. you know what i mean like it is you're doing a remarkable job you have three very small people in uh your house who uh, what we're learning is they don't come out perfect. Yeah. <laughs> they kind of suck at being people for yeah, a little while. They do. And yeah. what you're doing that's amazing and is like a perfect role modeling for all of us is you are actually being consistent 
Yeah. Even the, it, the problem with consistency is it's so draining. Yeah. No, you're going to do it. Yeah. No, you're going to do it. Because you what? know what's easier? There's is to still be like, toys fine, on the floor. fine. Yeah. Just to have your iPad. I, yeah. I don't want to issue the words, keep cleaning up right. one more time. Right. I, I swear I'll say to Katie Bell, do I look, do, am I, do you want me to be a complete insane person? Yeah. Because that is what you are making me. Yep. Have I said, <laughs> clean up? Yes. Do you still see toys? Yeah. Yes. Then what is the answer? What is the answer? <laughs> right? Like, you are, it is really hard. And you're you're doing it. And double points for going outside. Yeah. Yeah. Great job. It's just great. Outside. Though if I was going to paint this in a horror movie style, mm. it would be raining and your husband would pull up. Right? But like the lightning would be coming from sort of inside the house. They'd be mm-hmm. all these sort of lights in the windows. And you're just standing there in the rain, like, yeah. like just like the right, sort of like the girl from the ring, but like you're yeah. a mom yeah. from your house. You're just getting soaked. You're just getting soaked. And you're just outside. standing there. Yeah. And like, that's it. I mean, that's just yeah. like it. And he's like, comes out and it's like a lot of ominous music. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and then. If he uh, is familiar with this movie, he just walks right past you and goes and takes care of the house. <laughs> <laughs> Don't disrupt the angry spirits. Uh, you're remarkable. Yeah, good job. That's it. Yeah. You're great. You're awesome. You are, and you are raising very good boys. Yeah, they're going to be great. Totally fine. Teresa, before we get to what we learned today, I realized I had a follow-up horror story to tell you. Oh. It's really designed just for you. Oh, no. I'm scared. It's three years in the future. Okay. Oscar's birthday is approaching. Yeah. And you wake up to discover that your child wants now and forever Halloween-themed birthdays! I mean, has that cost your mom? My sister's well, birthday is two days before yeah. Halloween. Yeah. But, like, it's a lot of, like, I think October oh, yeah. birthdays are a lot of, yeah, I think it's right? probably coming. I think my big thing was I was terrified who was going to be born on Halloween, mm-hmm. and that would be a whole yeah. thing. Because yeah. then I'd have to really pretend that I loved Halloween right. forever. <laughs> Um, but because he was due November fourth, yeah. and he luckily came so early, so early that uh, it wasn't really an issue. But yeah, I guess like eventually, mm-hmm. birthday party probably makes sense to make it like a Halloween, Halloween. theme. It's, it's coming. Fine, it's coming. Yeah. What did we learn today, Teresa? We learned that a hitting sucks. Yeah. I mean, that's the big takeaway. Yeah. It sucks. It's a lot of work if your kid is a hitter. And good job to everyone who's dealing with this. Yeah. Because it's a lot. Yeah, teachers too. You yeah, guys and are doing teachers, a good job yeah. dealing with it. And I wanna I wanna say if you find your as a as a parent, yeah, finding myself in the situation, the resource I have actually gone to first. Uh-huh. Our teachers. Uh huh. Yeah. Like, uh, how do, what do I? Do? Yeah. What do, you what do I do? do what do you do? Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 For um, sure. Because I realize I also need to be warning them that this is yeah, starting yeah. in the oh, house, totally. and this could totally oh, play totally. out in class. Yeah. And I, 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 yeah, get ahead of it. Yeah. You know what I well, mean? Well, and sometimes they're getting it from school, but it's like, but the, and then there's that. Who cares? Like, who, it's what all came first? coming. Yeah, yeah it's all the chicken it's or all, the egg. Exactly. Yeah. So, but it's this is a great time to work uh, with people who can help you in this situation totally. because you are not alone. Yeah. You are not doing anything wrong. You have not raised a monster. Yeah. Your child's not going to be a serial killer. Uh, it just requires a lot of patience. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, it, you're doing it. So yes. that is, and you are doing it. And uh, I am doing it. Yeah, we're all doing, we're doing it. it. So that yeah. is, I think that's really 
the big takeaway yes. for today. Yes. Don't forget that you can buy a personal or commercial message on the show. Just go to MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. Um, and you can also join our Facebook group if you're not in on the Facebook group fun. It's a closed private Facebook group um, and it's a really wonderful place. And you can also follow us on Twitter at One Bad Mothers. But if you have like an idea for the show or you want to suggest a guest, you should email us at onebadmother at maximumfun.org. So everybody, we hope that you are enjoying buckets of candy that you have stolen from your children once they go to sleep. Oh, yeah. Pick out the, the good best. stuff, guys. Yeah. As far as my kids know, they ate a lot the night before and they just don't remember it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here's to being a witch or being a Frankenstein or a zombie or whatever you pull together at the last minute because Halloween is slowly becoming more about your children than you. Damn you, Halloween! Because you're all doing a really good job, and you deserve a lot of Kit Kats for that. Teresa? Yes. You are doing a good job. Thanks, Biz. So are you. Thank you. And we will talk to you next week from beyond the grave. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low We'd like to thank Max Fun, Lindsay Pavlis, our engineer, our husbands, Stefan Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you are listening. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, visit MaximumFun.org and click on Donate. Do you have a genius or fail moment you'd like to share on the show? Then leave us a message at 206-350-9485. Full-on rage-induced rants are also welcome. Well, Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not throw down mama blue. Oh, said Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not throw down mama blue. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.